you please give us your name? Jeffrey Epstein. Is it true, sir, that um, you have what's been described as an egg-shaped penis? First name Epstein, second name child rapist. You should have killed me better, bitch. You can't escape this. Here's a hot track. I'm just like Eminem. Yo, he sucks now. Don't even say his name again. Bye. Hillary tried to kill me with an AR. Locked up in my cell because she thought I couldn't get far. Broke her jaw with a kick that was so slick. I think she's still mad because that time Bill sucked my dick. Now I'm in the Philippines smoking Hello bad roaches. Hello and good evening. So my name is Josh. I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. With hooks, you'll be fine. The little madness, reason and the unreasonable makes sense. That nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. And Bob, how you doing this evening? <laughs> I am great. so excited, so excited about this topic. <laughs> what is, is Epstein not dead? What what happened, Josh? <laughs> His, he'll live in our hearts forever, Josh. If you would like to call in and tell Josh to not kill himself, you can call in at 1-833-666-911. Again, that's 1-833-666-0911. Hey, y'all doing today, guys? Josh, do not kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> eh, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. Do what you want, Josh. I'm not the boss of you. I swear, I was taking off Suicide Watch just uh, six hours ago. <laughs> I'm of, of sound mind, as as they say. All right, so we have a bunch of things that we could be talking about this week that happened the last two weeks now, says we took last week off so I can move into this sweet new apartment. But we're going to not talk about any of that. Well, you know, I, we could talk about elections, but honestly, I don't care which team of oligarch pedophiles that you uh, choose to root for, so... I was thinking about something much more interesting, which was the $1.9 billion lottery that everybody was all hyped up on. And I was thinking, wait, is... did someone claim that yet? Who won? Did someone win? Yeah. Oh, Who knows? Uh, yeah, somebody won. Somebody won, but I don't, I don't know where. I don't remember. But the thing that I was thinking about is there is no fucking way that they don't rig that shit. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way that they just uh, they just go. Well, no, no, we give half out to whoever, and uh, you know, it's always above board and fair, and it's totally random, and we promise. So I wanted to look for like some kind of evidence that the lottery is rigged or has been rigged in the past. They're at least got to rig like one out of ten. Like this is a classic mafia tactic of like making a bunch of money fucking fix a fight fix a horse race you know why not fix a lottery where you have this amount volume of money going through for oh no this public servant making two hundred thousand dollars a year he totally won't get a team together to rig uh who gets a 1.9 billion dollar payout like it seems asinine to me right like Aaron, the, the lottery the lottery is already a scam like it's it is a as they call it a poor tax and you know it, the people who win it uh, manage their finances poorly and all go bankrupt like there, there doesn't need to be a conspiracy on top of that <laughs> no it's not about that no one cares about what happens to lottery winners after that's not what i want i'm talking about so well but you also bring up like a good point that's also relevant to to current situations it's like who the fuck are the people that pull the numbers that regulate the system that handles the cash flow 
in the lottery system, it's never talked about in the news media. It's kind of like, oh my God, there was supposed to be a red wave during during the election, uh, the, the cycle, and uh, it didn't happen. And no one's questioning why this happened, and they're not even wondering who the leader of the RNC is. Like, no one even knows that. All right, go, go on. Yeah, and it's something like 50% of lottery ticket sales go into the pot. So yeah. you're talking $3.8 billion went into a pot. And went in, no, then no one's dipped 1. their hand 1.9 into. goes into the fucking lottery. Then if you win the lottery, there's 700 million left after they tax another 1.2 billion on top of it. So you're talking like literally 3 billion out of 3.8 that they spend. But who is they? Where the fuck do they spend it? There's not like open accounting records of just like, oh yeah, this is exactly how every dollar was spent of this $3 billion that we accumulated over the last month. Um, so it's just that it's just the whole thing reeks of a scam. Like even if they are doing the 700 million above board, but I think they, they rig that a lot too. You know what I mean? Like the, the actual Wait, winner. So, right. Wait a second. So yeah, but that's that you explained how it's a scam right there. But on top, like they don't need to be rigging who wins or loses the lottery. They don't need to, but in order I, to be making do, insane amounts of profit. Okay, so I, I get that they but don't they need did. to, but I bet you they do. <laughs> do you, what do you think the chances are, Josh? Do you think that they have never rigged the winner of a lottery? Have they done it even one time? Gun to your head for you know like a, a Powerball, they draw the you know draw the numbers publicly, that sort of thing. Yes, where they rigged the result. Smaller I mean, balls. I believe whatever. in time travel, so I definitely think it happened. Oh my god, not time travel scenario, Josh. <laughs> no, I know. You. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I think it's not unlikely that. Uh, you it, think it's been rigged at least once? It's very likely that's the case. Yeah. How? What's the percentage then of ones that get rigged for the winner? In just a guess. I, I Obviously, it's just a a, fucking, a small percentage, like like a, like a one in ten sort of thing. Okay, like ten percent or less are rigged. Yes. Okay. This is what I came across that I came across an article that kind of proved to me that it's 1000% rigged at least some of the time. Did you guys know that Jeffrey Epstein won the lottery? <laughs> no way. No, I don't believe it. I won the don't lottery. believe yep. it. Now, they didn't come out right out and say it because if you form a trust, you don't have to give out your name. Only the lottery commission can see who named it. So, but let's just for the sake of argument, Josh, what are the odds that Jeffrey Epstein, a known fucking agent, like honeypot agent, yeah, a known honeypot agent, <laughs> oh yeah, and financier <laughs> who buys lottery tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah. The con man yep. who's really tight with his money and makes great investments also just bought a shit ton of lottery tickets and won the Powerball. Um, yeah, I mean, rich people buy crypto, too, and that's, like, just as much uh, of a scam. Oh, it's exactly the same, yeah. Uh, so, Josh, what do you guys... Or Josh and Bob, what do you guys think the chances are that Jeffrey Epstein winning the lottery... If Let's just say he did, for sake of argument. What are the chances that that is not, that just happened coincidentally and was can, not can set trust, up to happen? 
Can I trust her a company even buy a lottery ticket? How no, does... you can form a trust and then claim it with your winning ticket, and then you don't have to give out your name, so you can be anonymous. Strange. Yeah, yeah, which just adds another layer of obfuscation, which helps you to cheat and rig the lottery more. But just that's what I want to know. I want you guys to have the definitive statement of, is it even fucking possible that Jeffrey Epstein in an uncorrupt world happened to win the lottery? The millionaire. Why does he need the money? And how in was he with the the? the no, yes or no, time? Josh. No dancing around this. Let me, well, let me. Is it put even this possible? Into some context here, man. Yeah, sure, it's possible. <laughs> yeah, you think what it's you possible that it's just a coincidence? You think it's probable? Oh, oh, that's just a coincidence. Um, no, because Jeffrey Epstein would never buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Where I, I'm I don't kind think. Of standing. A multi-millionaire uh, financier that works on Wall Street with millions of dollars worth of assets. I don't think that, no, he's not buying lottery. He's not buying Powerball tickets. Now, what do you think uh, the chances are that he claimed that money one day before he served 18 months in jail? <laughs> no. Gotta buy the nice stuff of the commissary. What a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Gotta bribe some guys not to rape him. You no, know, you know how that it goes. totally did not happen. So now, <laughs> no since the since they didn't just come out and say Jeff Epstein won the lottery, this is why people. I'm gonna go through an article of why people believe that he won the lottery. So, on July 2nd, 2008, just one day after convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein started to serve an 18-month jail term in Florida. His New Mexico financial planning company, Zorro Trust, won the Oklahoma Power Lottery payout of $41.3 million and ultimately collected just under $30 million in taxes after winning. Jeffrey Epstein's New Mexico uh, spread in his black book identifies a column as Epstein Jeffrey Zorro Ranch with a phone listing for Bryce and Karen, the very same Bryce m gordon who is a manager of zorro trust so he has a ranch that he bought in the 90s called zorro ranch and he built a like 25 million dollar mansion on it um so he has this finance financial company zorro trust the guy that runs zorro trust is in his black book he bought that ranch under Zorro Trust. The Zorro Trust bought his ranch for him. And Zorro Trust won the lottery. So not Jeffrey Epstein. Zorro Trust won it. Don't worry about it. Don't, you know, we don't want to get the facts crossed here. The fact checkers will be I'm honest. Sure all the money went to that manager guy, right? Yeah, Bryce, he Bryce must have been the one. He must have been the one playing, you know, buying lottery tickets. So that's where we start on this story. Now, also, on that lottery, there was a computer glitch the day of the public drawing on July what? 2nd. What? Okay. <laughs> no, like, Aaron, when, when it comes to lottery drawing, computer <laughs> glitches are very standard and expected, and they, they by no means compromise the integrity of the lottery drawing. Okay, Aaron? This is, this is the local news. <laughs> a computer malfunction preempted the televised broadcast of Sunday's Pick 3 drawing, Oklahoma lottery officials said. 
The glitch was discovered shortly before the drawing was to be shown live, said Jay Finks, the lottery's marketing director. Instead of seeing the drawing at 9.58 p.m., viewers on KOKH Fox and KOCBCW saw a notice indicating the drawing wouldn't be shown because of technical difficulties. Fink said the glitch wasn't fixed in time for the 10 p.m. newscast. The drawing was held later and was monitored by an auditing firm, Fink said. So, an auditing firm, you say? <laughs> oh, <yes>. no. <laughs> and then on that lottery, Zorro Trust, fucking Epstein's Trust, won the lottery right when he was going to jail for 18 months. So I'm not sure who he needed to pay off or what his deal was to be paid for going to jail for 18 well, months. Like no, you... th- well, Wasn't this a stint in jail where... He like just donated to the prison to build him his own wing, so he like had a house there and left every day for work. Was that this instance of him going to jail? Yeah, I believe he got to leave for work. And yeah, shit. but I mean, like, like it wasn't he could really have used that one dollars well, just th- to to build his own private house attached to the prison. Like, what was the the charge for? What was he serving for? That was the prostitution was sex and traffic- sex trafficking uh, one that he served yeah. eighteen months for in like two thousand eight. Okay, so the one that got kind him caught basically. That got him reinvestigated. The one that the Mike Cernovich dug up. Yeah, this is actually for. the thing that Cernovich got like, po- like More famous on. on. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. the closed files or whatever. Wow. whatever. So he was already in the thick of it. Then he was already a multimillionaire. Um, yeah, he was already a multimillionaire running a pedophile ring for the elites. He was already doing that. He was neck deep in it. And he's for winning the lottery years, for sure. Yeah, he 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 <laughs> bought that. Uh, he bought the property that he built the mansion on in the nineties. Oh shit! Yeah, so you think Bill Clinton waited until after his presidency to visit the ranch or the islands? Come on. Yeah. So this was a oh, this was a multimillionaire shit. that was buying Powerball tickets and just happened to win the day before he went to jail <laughs> on a glitched day of the lottery. And so did. <laughs> did they have the live drawing later or did they draw at no. regular time no they they said later? that they uh it, it wasn't ready for the 10 p.m newscast so the drawing was held later and was monitored by an auditing firm not by well, the public so they didn't they didn't air it at all correct no, they never aired it an auditing firm watched over it so you knew it was legit and then jeffrey Epstein I mean, it's, it's like poll watchers yeah it makes sense yeah, it's exactly like Paul Watchers, actually. Who who was this auditing firm? What the fuck is that? Oh, were they called uh, Zorro Trust? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was linked to... Jesus Christ. That's so... Yeah, another okay. trust owned by uh, Epstein. Okay. So, so there, uh, there's, a, there's a nice clear money trail here. And, uh, you know, ex- exceptional circumstances. Yeah, so that's uh, so that happened. Okay, so obviously, you get the debunkers involved, and one of my favorites is this guy wrote an article, uh, Tony Thornton, at Bloomsburg. Uh, Trust keep keeps Powerball winner a mystery. Only Lottery Commission knows who is now twenty nine point three million richer, and he. So this is written a month and a half after the after the Powerball happened, almost two months after. In 2008, he wrote this. This guy, Tony Thornton. 
Uh, and he, this is where he get. this is his proof that it wasn't Epstein that won the money. Uh, so apparently this was like a big thing back then. I actually just realized that this was 2008, but, um, he went to a grocery, the grocery store where it was sold and a man named Larry Cox declined to provide his former co-worker's name saying the woman had requested anonymity. He claims that this Larry Cox guy, he went to the store, one of his co-workers won it and he couldn't tell who it was because she wanted anonymity. But if you had to pick someone in town to win it, she'd be the one I'd pick, Cox said. It was just meant to be, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was meant to be on the glitch that Jeffrey Epstein won. Um, so yeah, the they write this post about, how, about who won it, basically. And they just claim it was a woman because they, you know, the news never just makes up a source. That's Larry like, Cox has to be a real person, and he definitely said all those things. The laziest journalism imaginable, too. It's like he he interviewed a single person, and the guy's like, "If someone won it, it was definitely her." <laughs> yep, it was definitely this an- anonymous person. My my friend's cousin's boyfriend won the lottery. I definitely I know someone who won the lottery. Now they go to a different school. You wouldn't know them. Yeah, that's a that's all. That was what I said. Yep, I know who won it. I can't tell you who, and she's the best. What? And then he just did she stopped. pay him off or something? Like yeah, and then that guy stopped uh, researching it, and that was it. That was the end of it. But a guy wrote an I miss article. I missed the days of good old uh, boots on the ground reporting, boots on the ground investigation when they'd actually go interview random grocery store employees and ask them about their coworkers. Nowadays, it's all on Twitter. What a shame. <laughs> The uh, my favorite part though about Daboon Kings is that a lot of times they do really good research that to show you why it's stupid to follow the research. And like this guy wrote the most perfect article of all time. It's just a man named Patrick on the Lost Ogle. No idea what, who he is, but he does some actually really good journalism here. So. He has his article. No, Jeffrey Epstein did not win $25 million from an Oklahoma lottery ticket. Dot, dot, dot. Or did he? <laughs> and so then he... Uh, oh, I've got to read it now. Yeah, he starts He starts off the article. Um, Over the weekend, some dude published a Medium article titled, Jeffrey Epstein won the Oklahoma Powerball Lottery July 2nd, 2008. The article received a lot of shares and traction online, but eventually was removed for violating the Medium terms of service. (laughs) This isn't the first time the accusation has made its way through the internet conspiracy mill. In July, Bloomberg tried its best to refute the story. So Tried its best. (laughs) That was where he... Bloomberg talked to one guy allegedly who said an anonymous woman he knows totally won it just trust me bro and that was that was bloomberg trying its best apparently yeah due diligence as they uh, call it in the biz and he goes well it's not a completely crazy like did epstein win the powerball lottery while he was in prison it's not a completely crazy question in august 2008 shortly after epstein began his 13 month prison sentence the day after he started it in Florida, an entity called the Zorro Trust submitted the winning ticket for an $85 million jackpot. The ticket had been bought at a convenience store in Altus, Oklahoma. The trust took the money as a lump sum, which came to $29.3 million after taxes. 
as it happens, Epstein had an entity called the Zorro Trust. He used it to make donations to politicians in New Mexico, where he had a ranch called the Zorro Ranch. Uh, a few years ago, a lawyer representing some alleged victims took the prospect of Epstein winning the lottery seriously enough that he brought it up during a deposition with Epstein's former pilot. Uh, Holy shit. And the Oklahoma City newspaper, the Oklahoman, did a little more digging and discovered that the anonymous winner worked in a grocery store across the street from the convenience store where the winning ticket was sold. Apparently, she decided to use the same name for her trust as Epstein, Epstein did for his. Not everything's a mystery. Sometimes it's just a coincidence. Right. Uh, <laughs> and so this guy, this guy is trying to make a point in this article that it's totally just a coincidence, and this is where he does hilarious good work. So he to prove that it's just a coincidence, he starts digging into the guy who wrote the Bloomberg article. Okay? Go on. So this is where it's more fun. So let's, let's, let's pause for one second. So Epstein totally fucking won the lottery, right? Like, like <laughs> on the glitch well, system, the wait. day he starts his jail sentence, the Zorro Trust wins the fucking lottery for a guy who has a financial investment firm in the Virgin Islands that's never released a, con a, a client list or how they've made a single dime of their money. They just have a bunch of money. Aaron, he's a, he's a financier, not an investment banker. He's, he just, like, <laughs> doesn't have to follow those rules. Yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, what? if you had to do it with a gun to your head right now, did Jeff Epstein win this lottery or did a random lady named fucking there, uh, whatever hold on. start a Zorro trust just, the uh, same uh, day? Because, big, get that. Hold on. Big fan of the mask of Zorro. Because the yeah. guy in the Bloomberg article did nothing to like corroborate uh, the trust to the woman, the woman to the trust. Like it, like no, nothing... he just quoted the Oklahoma. He tried his hardest. Okay, Bob. Oh my god, it's fucking. He just insane. copy and pasted the. Stop Oklahoma. bullying this poor journalist. I wonder if he even called the lady. Be like, do you know anything about Zorro Trust? Like, no, no, he didn't do any. He didn't do like any. He couldn't that. call her. Oh, it was Jesus like, but seriously, I want your guys' stance though. Like right now, did Jeffrey Epstein win the lottery? Yes or no? If you had to pick. Just uh, the one lottery? That oh, one, yeah. yeah. Just that one. Yeah, he definitely did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, that's. there's no after, way that there's that many coincidences that the day after he started his jail sentence and they had a glitch. Dude, there's there's more coincidences in this than there were on the day he got suicided. With the guards <laughs> falling asleep and the cameras turned off. It's like the day he went to prison. The fucking lottery aired out they couldn't show it on the news uh, the zorro trust one it, it, it's insane there's no fucking way that there's more of a chance that he actually killed himself and all that shit happened than there is that he didn't win the lottery <laughs> dude epstein was like struck by lightning and abducted by aliens as a kid so he's this weird like electric magnetic effect around him that just turns off all cameras he goes around there's, yeah. just, there's some Chill stupid out. backstory to that yeah he's like powder <laughs> You're you're bending over backwards to try to figure out some like X Men style, like comic book style reasoning that it couldn't have happened the, the way that it He's obviously an happened. Cameraman. <laughs> he okay. broke my camera with his stupid powers. So this guy writing this debunk article to show you how coincidences totally happen, 
And if you notice coincidences that are so outlandish that they're mathematically impossible and it happens to the same guy twice, uh, you should just ignore your gut instinct of realizing that something's going on and just assume everything's a coincidence. So that's the point of this guy's article. This is where he does hilarious work just looking up this Bloomberg guy. So... For giggles, I decided to see what the reporter reporter of the article, Tony Thornton, was up to. From his LinkedIn profile, I learned that just a few months after the lottery store was published in the Oklahoman, he accepted a job with a big energy company. So he posts this story in the Oklahoman about that Bloomberg picked up. So this guy wrote is the one that for the, that wrote the original article in the Oklahoman. He. Three months later, he starts a job with a big energy company, Devon Energy. He went from a it's, journalist to oil and energy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's a corporate communications professional for Devon Energy. A well uh, is a New York Stock Exchange traded energy company that uses massive loads of cash, debt, and complex accounting methods to fund drilling operations all over the world. The company. So he's the guy who writes the press releases and the commercials that's like, oh, look at how we're giving maybe. back to the environment and how zero, uh, green zero emission we are as, a, as an oil company. Based just on his job title, yes, but he, who knows? He might have a no-show job. So the company, which was co-founded by local oligarch Larry Nichols, has been a player in the global natural gas industry since the 1970s. Around the same time, another Oklahoma-born oligarch, Robert Hefner III, became one of the world's most successful natural gas drillers. So, the co-founders of this company are Robert Hefner III and Larry Nichols. Uh, so, why why, why is this important, guys? Well, because Robert Hefner III's name is in Jeffrey Epstein's black book when it was leaked. <laughs> So the guy who wrote the article saying that Jeffrey Epstein totally didn't win it immediately got a job working for a guy who's in Jeffrey Epstein's black book as having visited the island four separate times and is a billionaire gas tycoon, a natural gas tycoon. Holy shit. So what are the fucking odds of that? He knows talent when he sees it. That's that's you know what's what's obvious here. All I know is that a random grocery store lady that no one can collaborate just happened to name her trust Zorro Trust, and <laughs> it had nothing to do with Epstein and all the local people being people that flew to his island and then him and the lottery glitching out is not what happened. It just was a random lady that won it. Dude, so yeah, this was like a few years after that Antonio Banderas Zorro movie came out and all the romance novels associated with that. And this chick was just super into Zorro at the time. It, it's <laughs> insane. <laughs> that was a bit of a stretch, even for you, Josh. <laughs> Hold it together. I'm, I'm, I'm with Aaron at this point. This is getting a little suspicious. All these people writing the dumbest articles... Uh, in support of like uh, in, in defense of Jeffrey Epstein not getting this and all of a sudden they get like this high paying job at like an oil production facility like holy fuck yeah so so my, my question is like kind of who cares about the 30 40 million dollars and uh, covering up a story what connection 
did Epstein have in order to be able to rig the lottery? Like, how how did this come to happen in the first place? He's like a fucking... He's like a... Trash, he's dude, potentially he like a sells, fucking Rothschild honeypot. Like he honeypots right, sells like children the to the, of the world. Most powerful people in existence. Of course, they we can don't rig know. The yeah, lottery. we don't know who his boss like, is exactly. We don't know who Jeffrey Epstein's boss is exactly, but we know that he has connections powerful enough that he's honeypotting the royal family. Yep. Rigging one lottery that was clearly fucking rigged is probably not beyond his scope of influence. I'm not saying it's beyond. I'm just kind of kind of wondering what the connection is and like where it goes from there. Well, and he how he it needed works. he needed a payout. The Oklahoma Lottery Commission. I don't know the same it, it, exactly. guy that can hook up selling a child to uh fucking Prince Andrew. <laughs> like he he needed a payout and it had to be clean. That's it. Yep. That's, that's a, it's a money laundered payout. Guy, Perfect. <laughs> This guy wanted to buy a whole group of children, and he had to find money somewhere, so he just took the lottery money and gave it to Epstein. Right, because it would look kind of bad if, like, Jeffrey Epstein was getting, like, fucking uh, crisp checks from, like, the United States government from, like, the new tax spending bill that they just wrote into law with, like, every congressperson's name on it. (laughs) Exactly. It's like he's a defense contractor. (laughs) Yeah, he's not that reputable. Sorry. So now, this is my favorite part. This guy does a wrap-up, because he does all this work. Either this guy is very based, and he knew this is the only way to keep his article up, is to have this conclusion, or he's like everyone in 2022, and he's actually this retarded. So this is his conclusion. How interesting is it that Tony Thornton, the guy who reported that a sweet little grocery store employee won the lottery using a trust name that was frequently used by Epstein, would eventually end up working for people who were closely associated with Bob Hefner, who once again had his name and phone number appear in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. This this guy just spells it out. Yeah, that's his. This is his concluding concluding paragraph. I'm sure it's all just a coincidence. Actually. I am pretty sure this is all a coincidence. The point of this article is to show how easy it is to take random information from the internet and then piece it together to fit some sort of conspiratorial narrative. Hopefully we get a lot of page views out of it before Devin's lawyers ask us to take it down! Exclamation point. Anyway, if you have any inside information about who really won the lottery in 2008 or can uncover any... This is where this is the point he's trying to make. He thinks that people could uncover a connection. But he goes, or uncover any connection between Zorro Trust and Zorro's Tacos, an old Southside taco stand that had the budget to buy ads in the Oklahoman. Let us know in the comments. So he's trying to show, like, you could, you could probably have a You'd Zorro have to taco. be stupid. Yeah, you could you could figure out a conspiracy where Zorro's Tacos is in on it too, but I don't think he can because he didn't, and no one else has tried to do that. And this isn't a stretch. Like, so just the last recap here: Epstein, a trust that had the same name as Jeffrey Epstein's trust, wins the lottery the day after he goes to jail. I thought it was the day before, but it's the day after he's sentenced to jail. He then, um, <laughs> then the guy uh, they write an article saying it's totally not him that won it. Then yeah, I feel like uh, the, oh. the the guy the 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 writer just like did a synopsis of the events that happened, right? They they just did that in the article that you just, just read. The, about the Joe Thornton the about the oh Thornton okay. Guy. 
But it's like he won the lottery. The the lottery was malfunctioned that day. So the day after he went to jail, fucking the guy writes the article, then gets a job immediately for a guy who's in Epstein's black book 12 years later. It's like, and if you don't make that connection in your head and go, that's odd, but I guess it's all a coincidence. I think the lottery's just tip top fucking straight edge. They don't, they don't rig it at all. You're I'm, a retarded person. I'm not surprised by the conclusion that the the person of this article wrote because they spelled it out very well. And it's like, yeah, I, I believe this now. And they're like, well, I don't believe it. And you're kind of ridiculous for not believing in coincidences at this point. And it's like, wait a second. Um, that's a really good argument that you just posted. Why don't you get that? But, but, but. I've seen cops do this too. They're like, here's this evidence. Here's this evidence. I saw this guy do this. Uh, I'm not going to do anything. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> it's like, because that's, that's fucking like, you know, what are the repercussions of diving into that investigation? Right. Oh yeah. yeah. I see what you're saying. No, I, I do think that he actually, only put those last two paragraphs of saying, I think it's totally a coincidence to be like, okay, here's definitely what happened, guys, but allegedly, this, I wait, think hold that's on. ridiculous, wink. Like This is either a legal liability issue or... Exactly. Or it's it's a guy that's like fucking um, catfishing conspir- like non-conspiracy theorist. He's catfishing people that are like, Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, or Epstein killed himself. Like everyone should believe this. And they go to this guy's website and he spells it out for him, gives him like the details on like the conspiracies. And then at the very end, it's like, no, I don't believe it. That's, that's ridiculous. Now, if, if somebody thinks that Epstein killed himself, they're too far gone. They <laughs> like that person would read this article and go, Oh, this is crazy. This is crazy. And then at the end they go, Oh, it is all coincidence. Okay. Like they give them the out that they'll totally take. They want to take the out so bad to be like, oh, okay. It's all coincidence. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe so many people are out to get Epstein. He seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Dude, isn't this, isn't this the wildest fucking, I never, I didn't know that there was this theory that Epstein won the lottery and then I didn't realize how fucking obvious it would be. And then all this other shit on top of it. It's amazing. One of the best things I've ever seen. All because I was thinking about the stupid $1.9 billion lottery and what a fucking scam it is. That's how I came across it. Aaron, but if lotteries are corrupt, like, what's the deal with casinos? This, oh, man, there might might be more going on here. Those are less corrupt. You can at least know, can learn how to play blackjack well. I wonder if Zelensky won, like, the the $1.9 billion Powerball. He still complains. I actually enough. saw an article of that, and it was like, though I think it was might have been the the Babylon Bee or something. And it was just like, new winner of the one point nine uh, lottery. Uh, his picture comes out. And it was just uh, Zelensky with like a huge fucking like snidely whiplash mustache. Damn it! It's not an original joke then. Uh... <laughs> That's great. But yeah, well, there's my that's that's the Epstein one. I don't even want to do again to that because he clearly won the lottery. I, I'm impressed. It, it only took 118 episodes, Aaron, and you you finally turned me into a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> <laughs> there, okay, so that's uh, Josh d- uh, didn't even need a gun to your head question for that one. He's just no one does. Of, you have to be yeah. retarded to believe that that <laughs> it's 
not a thing. Yeah. All right. So I have one more thing. Did you guys hear of all the news that's happened in the past two weeks? Did you guys hear about the big, big news? Conspiracy wise. CVS and Walgreens to pay more than $10 billion to settle an opioid lawsuit or multiple lawsuits, actually. Drugstore chains agree to make payments to states, cities, tribes uh, that sued over uh, opioid abuse. So this isn't going to people or families uh, that suffered from It's going like Indians? What do you mean tribes? Uh, Like uh, Indian tribes throughout the United States. Tribes like of Israel. Well, it's like a governing body, I guess. So the addictions are pretty terrible on like some poor tribal lands. Right. Right. So this news dropped on November second. On November third. <laughs> I didn't realize the connection here. November third, the CDC wow. has decided. That the guidelines for doctors prescribing opioid uh, opioid killer or painkillers have softened the guidelines. So, this is just further evidence that the CDC basically hates you and they want you dead. And the people that use the argument the whole time during COVID that you have to listen to the doctors, you have to listen to the experts because they know what's best for you. They are way more educated on the topic. And they want the best for you. Are now telling doctors to give you more opioids. Well, dude, they... Well, I was going to say they, they fucking... The same people that are be, be like, Oh, wow, trust the science. Trust the doctors. Will then re, they'll watch like a documentary on how evil Oxycontin was. Yeah. And is. And just be like, Oh, well, that was one of the bad ones. Thank God we don't do that anymore. And just like... You're like, dude, you are you kidding me? They're fucking. We have a giant opioid crisis still. Like those same people will say trust the science and then like watch it. As long as like Netflix approves a documentary on it, then they'll start believing you. Then it's not conspiracy Aaron, anymore. Stop spreading misinformation. I'm I'm gonna quote from the report. Since the release of the 2016 CDC opioid prescribing guideline, new evidence has emerged on the benefits and risks of prescription opioids for both acute and chronic pain. Blah, blah, blah. But uh, it's not just some arbitrary arbitrary decision. They've been doing constant research, and they, 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 you know, we're learning more about opioids. And what we're learning is that it's uh, it can be safe and effective to prescribe them long-term. That it yeah, what we've learned. To prescribe them to <laughs> minors. That it can be safe and effective. Uh, wait, sorry, what, what, did, what was that, Aaron? What we've learned is that the uh, <laughs> prescription heroin market is extremely profitable. Like that's all that they've learned. They they knew that though. What what do you mean? They're they're out eighteen or ten million dollars, ten billion dollars, whatever that lawsuit was. Now, oh like, yeah, that, yeah. That they're out. Me. It's just going to some tribes. If you catch my drift, what? <laughs> like who's getting that money? You know that they like lawsuits are another way to launder this fucking money. You spread it around to the ruling class. Walgreens and. Walgreens and CVS are the ones. The pharmacies. Walgreens and CVS. They- Big pharmacy, yeah. Yeah. yeah Big pharmacy, the- not the doctors that are prescribing these things are getting knocked for it. Exactly. Which, which, the people is- that are just filling scripts. Right. Yeah. Was there any sort of like, uh, you know, I guess uh, mispractice as it were? Um, were the pharmacies not filling out the prescriptions correctly or, uh, you know, not properly 
uh, vetting the prescriptions from the doctors or like what what's the situation there in, in like the actual like court settlement and stuff like that i don't know the details but basically they were pinning like the guilt on they were too easily like prescribing people all of these opioids basically but Be- cvs and walgreens doesn't prescribe it's like it, if they have yeah, yeah exactly if if they have a prescription they can fill it you know what i mean they can also not fill it they can do what like a, what a bar does or a gun store they can just be like no you can't (laughs) yeah cutting you off man right and i think like most pharmacists like understand that they understand like the kind of um the the on the cusp like calls that they have to make like when people are like filling these things out but at the same time how are they getting the prescriptions what the fuck like they're getting the prescriptions way too easily and also uh, so what they actually change, um, in the CDC guidance is that they no longer suggest trying to limit opioid treatment to acute pain for three days. So they're saying, don't worry about it. Three day limit is off the table. If they need it for two weeks, they can take it for two weeks. So like Josh said earlier, uh, a, a time limit. Yeah. They learn about opioid tapering and discontinuation. Yeah. So that's how they phrase it. Yeah. And also just sheer dosage, too. They're saying you don't have to limit yourself to a certain dosage of this shit. So they're going to be like, yeah, throw them on there really hard and then wean them off it over like a course of like fucking months. And it's like, well. Okay, okay hear me out. Um, people have built up a tolerance to opioids and they need more in order to properly treat this acute and also chronic pain that they're experiencing on a daily basis. I still don't <sighs> understand how Walgreens and CVS is to blame. Yeah. So also, also with that, Bobby, so the money's going to uh, like municipalities. It's going to like cities and it's states and tribes. State, state governments. Yeah. It's going to governments. You said tribes. It's not going to. So not, not like not like hospitals that to treat these people or like uh, the, the people's families or why would or they give it to the else? hospitals? The hospitals are the one that give them freebies so they can get addicted to the I shit. Get the I'm, like, I'm talking about <laughs> someone who might have a financial burden in, in the situation. That, that right. That's my point. It, it probably Ukraine. It, it's very strange though, because like even this is an NBC article. Afghanistan's where they uh, get the opium from. This is an NBC article talking about these changes and they make light of the opioid crisis saying, uh, Oh, Opioids um, can be addictive even when uh, used under doctor's orders and were identified as a big reason to raise in the U.S. Drug overdoses that began more than two decades ago. Other drugs have overtaken them in overdose uh, stats. The illicit fentanyl is now the biggest drive- driver of deaths. So these um, changes... That's also synthetic, synthetic opioids. Right. Is that not counting These the changes opioids? are in light of the the amount of deaths associated with opioids uh, has gone down and they're like sweet. So we can lighten the restrictions now, but that's not the case because these people get hooked on opioids. And then once they get off opioids, they can go find fentanyl in the street and then they overdose on fentanyl and people are dying at a much higher rate than they used to 10 years ago because of this stuff. Yeah. Because they're, they're rebranding. So that's the the oldest trick in the book. So this is literally in, this is NBC news and the CDC is in, in line with killing you. They want you to be on these drugs and they want you dead and addicted. Yes, but hold on. Did you catch the? I love how the fucking 
leading the phrasing is in these articles because it was like opioids which can be addictive yeah. no they are addictive. <laughs> even exactly. when pres- prescribed by a doctor like if a doctor prescribes it it's somehow less addictive like oh no even when a doctor prescribes it somehow you can get addicted to these this opium it's like uh <laughs> yeah no shit just because it's you're guess in what pain. no matter who jesus could prescribe it and it'd still be fucking addictive what are you talking about well no no remember with the the peyote like if you have it within the church uh, <laughs> yeah if you have it outside the church it has potential side effects it's really the same argument it really is yeah. the church of medicine um, it, as long as the priest so, prescribes it to you then it's good what give us this day our daily jab um <laughs> Boo. Uh, so you i i'm i'm struggling to grasp the conspiracy here because y- you you describe all this stuff happening and yes it's very suspect but who uh, other than the short term like the pharmacy or the pharmaceutical companies don't want to be killing their clientele because then they're not still buying their stuff and also you know like when you're describing they go out of the street and get the fentanyl and all that and overdose and that instead like that's not yes. Purdue Pharma making the money off of fentanyl. Josh, they want you on morphine and Oxycontin more so than fentanyl. So that's why they're making it easier for doctors to prescribe it to you and to keep you on it at, at a longer pace. This is the weird part. That's the perfect part because is... right now people, they get off of it oh. in like two or three days and they're like, hey, within a week they find fentanyl and within a month they're dead. That's the problem. That, that makes the weird part to me okay. is that they a sued Walgreens and CVS. Although, fuck them, I don't care. I'm not like it, you know, it's just the the largest tears. pharmacies because there's a lot of pharmacies that are like family owned and stuff like that. Like I know like two people hey, that Costco's own Safe, Costco's uh... right. They have yeah, and I'm sure Costco has a much more strict. If they have a pharmacy, I haven't been in Costco for a while. No, they do. Yeah, that's that's. that's it just seems like if it, like a guy went on a shooting spree and they sued Walmart for selling the shotguns that he was using, like it makes no sense. They, to they've me. they've like, done that before, but it, well, you have no, to think I know, of it, it as like a bartender. A bartender can be arrested for over serving someone. Yeah, that's pretty fucking stupid too, though. That takes the onus off the fucking. I understand alcoholic. that. I understand that, but whatever it, I. I, I demonstrated that by saying that here's objective evidence, even in the court of law, saying that what they're doing with the opioid crisis and these drugs is gone beyond the pale. And now the CDC, the people who buffered their opinion on COVID and the vaccine, this federal institution that they said, these are the experts, you need to follow their instruction, is now giving us instructions to become addicted to opiates. Give even more. Exactly. They're, now they're the, like, yeah, give, give even thing. more, even though we just sued you for $10 billion for misuse. But actually, my favorite part about this is that they did this based on the fact they're like, oh, look, people are dying less on opioids. And it's like, because they're, a- they're dying on fentanyl. Yes. This doesn't this scream of like the same as when they were doing the polio vaccine and they just rebranded it to like spinal meningitis and shit. Like, oh no, it well, was, they, they, they stopped. So, so with the polio vaccine, they just stopped 
collecting data or stop stop publishing data. So for the WHO and CDC, there's just a gap of data from when the vaccine was widely available to when yeah. polio was eradicated. So like, and it was already the, down ninety percent in like yeah, yeah. five years so, like, earlier. Like, all, all this. All the 70s and 80s, they they don't have any data available, and that's when they were going through the process of uh, eradicating it. So we, we we don't know what actually happened with the vaccine in that time, and uh, the stats before don't make any sense relative to what we but know the, now. That was polio. my favorite part, though. That was my favorite part is that they go, uh, they were like, it, there was two different ones that they're like, so sure the, the, the Guillain Barr syndrome and the um, Guillain Barr and spinal meningitis. The the meningitis was there. There was a, a myelitis, I think, too. There's something else, but um. Yeah, they just called were... a bunch of different ones that all have the exact same symptoms, and their only distinction is they're like, well, this one's caused oh, by like a, a different a virus. Test for the one, yeah, yeah. They're like this one. This one's caused by a different virus. You know, the thing that we already established. There's hundreds of trillions of different kinds in your body, and. But yeah, we can tell that this one's totally different than polio because it's a different virus that causes it when there's no chance that they know what virus causes anything. Okay, I think that makes me laugh so hard. I think my biggest point from this is that um, the CDC is out to get you. And no, <laughs> we will not provide anyone with any amnesty. <laughs> yeah. That's another one. I mean, there, there's been huge news about COVID vaccine, VAERS reports. I mean, it's still coming out in the woodwork. There's still articles out there saying How? that young people are getting, like, heart attacks from this and that. and De- Death from unknown causes has to be the biggest death in America right now. They, they make up the funniest 15 causes. 15 to 50. Right. Yeah. Um. No, so, so, Bob, I was just looking at some stuff on that, yes- I think, yesterday. Um. The – so – uh, consensus uh, effectively it's a search engine for uh journal articles and for for scientific journal art, journal uh, journal articles and they, they had a bit where uh does um is there a relationship between the vaccine and myocard myocarditis in young people and when i like what they even the asked the question a, yes they they asked the question and it, the idea was to debunk it um the uh, ultimately, the conclusion based th- there's hardly any research published on it, which is the thing. And when they do publish research, it's typically like they're looking at five people, and they show that there is typically a relationship, and that like it, it either myocarditis, myocarditis, um, you know, a- appears in a period after the vaccine with no other uh, possible causes. So, uh, like, but they're like, oh, it happens in. It, it, it's not enough to be significant. It happens to these five people and these five people and these two people and these six people. And like, that's, and then that's the, well, it's, it's that those five articles. And that's literally all the data that's out there. And because of that, they, they just conclude that, okay, it's, there's not a relationship. There's not a relationship. We looked at 30 people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. It's, it was so frustrating trying to like actually get some good data on it. Actually, uh, I mean, we, everyone could see it was bad when they were trying to normalize heart attacks in like 13-year-olds. Well, those 13-year-olds should just stop running. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. They're so stupid for running. I mean, well, also, too, if they hear fuck, like a treadmill. car horn, they might, you know, that, that'll do it. Uh, also, if it's warm or cold, so they need to be in room temp at all times. Just put them in an incubator. Put them on an iron lung. They'll be fine. I feel... They have a normal, healthy childhood. I, I feel like we've passed uh, 
a, a good way into one of our other segments here. You need to know what science discovered. You need to know today. Whether it's space or bones uncovered, it's definitely fake and gay. Fifty years ago, Stonehenge's purpose mystified scientists. It still does. <laughs> wait, 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 one second. Um, why are why are scientists why are scientists trying to figure out the purpose to Stonehenge? Not like anthropologists and archaeologists. Astronomical observatory question mark? Holy site question mark? Center of healing? Question mark? Researchers have proposed many uses for Stonehenge, which was built about five thousand years ago in southern England. But its purpose remains murky, Aaron. What are your thoughts? It, it was that shit was built in 1958. <laughs> and, uh, built by pandas. Oh, yeah, it was built by pandas 5,000 years ago, and just no one in the UK bothered to ever write about them. <laughs> <laughs> so the monument's origins. Uh, have become more clear thanks to science. Have you guys have you guys heard about this? Wait, I thought you just said it's still the, the purpose of it. Still, there's but, still oh, sorry, the well, there's Excuse it's me. still up to debate. Come on, for the for the <laughs> so, so the the title of the article is misleading. That's not what it's actually about. It's about the origins. Well, it's it's a new, it's a new, new, new data. It's a new very boring hypothesis. Is is what they're bringing up to us basically? They say for it. For at least the first 500 years of its existence, Stonehenge was a cemetery, right? A chemical analysis of remains uh, at the site suggests that some of the people interred there came from Wales, more than 200 kilometers west of where Stonehenge stands in southern England. The monument's first building blocks also may have uh, come from Wales, uh, repurposed from a stone circle there. But this is still debated. This is it. This is all they've discussed. They found people from Wales, and they're like, "Well, the rock might be from Wales. This rock, wait, it wait, could wait, be wait from two hundred um, miles away." If if I'm not mistaken, uh, Bob, you've read a number of articles. You shared a number of scientific discoveries with us on this show um, over the past couple of years, which have pertained to things such as uh, you know the fifty thousand year olds uh, arrowheads and human tools. Um, rocks that come from the moon, Mars, comets, and whatnot, asteroids. And there seems to be a, a rather advanced science in discovering the origins of rocks. So I'm, I'm kind of confused why with this rock, there's so much ambiguity with figuring out where it's from. That's a good question, John. I think because Eric might be right <laughs> it was built in 1958 using cranes <laughs> <laughs> oh so we only know where really old rocks are from okay that makes sense. i think the rocks are there like i do think the rocks were there but the whole like just putting it in a weird circle and all that i think all that shit was just put in 1958 and they're like oh yeah this was five thousand years ago <laughs> it's a good bit <laughs> a good running bet <laughs> they're just fucking with us i don't know that's it I, this is like a whole article on a fucking science website i don't know why they posted it i don't know why they wrote it 
Maria Temi. Yeah, I hope they got paid like $25. Is- well, we know oh that God. this is 5,000 years old because this is clearly a space rock from Mars as it God. blasted off the surface. Uh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm shocked that they don't claim that it was made out of Mars rocks. Yeah, it's and, it's, and it's it doesn't honest. have enough doesn't have enough helium to be a moon rock. It doesn't have enough nickel to be an asteroid rock. It doesn't have enough <laughs> fucking zinc to be a Mars. Well, rock. no, it has Mars uh, water on the, the on the. Oh, oh just wait until we find out that all the stones are just made out of jute. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that jute's the strongest material ever. It's five. Th- it actually is five thousand year old jute. That that's what we're gonna spill our, our moon base out of. Just these these gleaming white palaces of jute, <laughs> plaster and jute. Oh god! But yeah, that's. Oh, we'll probably show up on Mars, and there'll already be palaces. Voicemails. Yeah. Voice you ready for voicemails? All right. So I'm I'm down for some voicemails before we head out. We got one from End of the show. My favorite. It's time. like the most research I've done in months for an episode. I, mean, I was I was enthralled by the Epstein shit. It was amazing. I I love that topic. <laughs> it's it's so clear too. <laughs> yeah it's like so it's insane it's fucking insane all right we have bobby as our first voicemail so they made too many masks i'm at the gas station a full shelf of masks just say in big bold letters non-medical mask fashion only device so they just what repackaged them all or they just made a huge pile and they still got to think of a way to ship them out uh, no amnesty. Military tribunals. Fuck this. <laughs> Based. Do you think there was a lawsuit associated with that being like, this is not a medical mask? You cannot... Um... No, they all said that not medical masks, uh, okay. but they must have... Th- that place, for some reason, put this, the wording bigger. I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not key to that because I only bought like one mask in my life during like that yeah, whole exactly. fucking... I bought one. Yeah. <laughs> Never looked at it. I got handed one at my job site that I... I had to wear when I fixed machines, but I told them I'm never, I'm not sitting on site anymore. That was the only time I feel, I feel stupid about that. They didn't just tell them to go fuck themselves and not work, but. Uh, Aaron, I like, you may be, I, you may be a little socially unaware at times, but <laughs> this is a little late to tell you, but you're not, you're not very fashionable for not wearing that mask. <laughs> just, just by the way. I, I needed to buy a fashion only one. That's where I went wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Josh, for that. Yep. Uh, speaking of Josh, we have a voicemail for you. Oh, God. Hey, it's uh, Cashew Honey here. I got a question for Josh. It, it seems to be that you may swing a little left-handed. Got a question. Might you be single and ready to mingle? Cashew Honey yes. out. I'm gay for you. <laughs> wow, Josh has a super Who the fan. Fuck is Cashew Honey? <laughs> I was pretty excited to see a number that I didn't recognize, and some random Wisconsin number, and it's just some guy named Cashew Honey, fucking <laughs> trying to bang Josh. Oh, he didn't have to dox the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, I I didn't mean to give out your birth name, Cashew. <laughs> I know that that was probably baptized in there there in uh, milwaukee as cashew honey <laughs> beautiful guys do not look up cashew honey and stalk him he's already stalking just stalk josh he's already stalking him. perfect 
Thanks for listening. Have a good night. Yeah, that's the show. Good night, guys. Thank you, science! You've got mail. What the fuck? Whatever, fuck this shit. I have a PlayStation raincoat.